I think that I want to enable you that when we're doing scenes, like improv scenes together, yeah, you can hit me in a scene if you want. What? You can hit me more. I feel like I don't hit you at all. I wish you would. Why? That's so it odd would really to start add this podcast. To it. it would really add to it. I don't want to hit you because, like, maybe if a scene required it, like you were you a could bully, and I start to lash out. <gasps> Can I suggest a scene we do? Sure. Like you know those moments in movies. Keep in mind we do improv, so we don't really so go in yeah. with loaded up scenes. But but if we were <laughs> okay. to do that one time, okay. you know, in Mona Lisa Smile, that's the only example I can think of at this exact moment. Have you seen that film with um, Ju- Julia Roberts and that other one, uh, Kristen Dunst and that other one, and Maggie Smith, that other one, Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, the girl who was in Ten Things I Hate About You, Julia Stiles. Yes, yes, they're all in that. I'm glad we had this back and forth. But there's the moment in Mona Lisa Smile where one of them's so angry, and she starts like yelling at the other one, and she's hitting her. She's like, "I hate you! I hate you! I hate you!" But then the other one, instead of being angry, like just pulls her in for a hug. And at first, the girl keeps hitting, be like, "No, I hate you!" But then slowly, she collapses and cries into her. We could do that, but you could also just hit me. Sure, but I just think that could have a bit more like oomph to it if we went with that. Like, you just want me to smack you? Yeah, like if I'm being stupid seems in a scene, so, you know? It just seems, where is this coming from? Okay, at our show next week, I'll punch you. Okay. This is a guarantee to our listeners. If you come to the show next week, I will, in fact, punch Ryan. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. How was my week? Yeah. It was good. I'm pretty amped up right now. I just finished watching Survivor. And and you had two strong beers. I had two strong beers. I watched two episodes of Survivor. I ate a prosciutto sandwich. I ate a cannoli, and I'm feeling fucking alive. What? A cannoli? What? <laughs> uh, where, where to start? Uh, okay. Sometimes I'm like, can my life get better? And then in the moment where I list what I just did over the last two hours, yeah. I'm like, no, in fact, it cannot. A cannoli is what I'm thinking of, right? Like the pastry with the custard? Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. that's what I had. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Why did I still watch Survivor? Yeah. Okay, so I resisted re-watching Survivor for a while. Like, I watched the first, like, ten seasons. Wow, even that. Even that is such <laughs> commitment. Amazing. Yeah. But then watching the newer <laughs> seasons, I was like, okay, they're clearly getting food. They're clearly still able to brush their teeth and shower. Like, the first few seasons, you watch their bodies change. Over the 40 days because they're not eating, they're not grooming, like you see them change, whereas now they're like clearly manicured start to finish and are eating steak every night. But I've realized I don't hate that because then they have the energy to strategize. And I'm just going to say a word that everyone's going to understand. Hashtag blindside. Non-stop. Blind sides, because everyone's strategizing. What I love is that you're like, you know... I wasn't maybe as committed in the first 10 seasons, but now. No, I was committed, but then I was like, oh, I don't buy that they're surviving anymore. That's so long. But now I don't even care that they're not surviving because they're stressed and they're all super fans. Like they've all been watching this show for 20 years. They've seen every play and they're still thinking of new things. Who? You and like three other people? No, there's a fan base. Is that guy still the host? Jeff Probst. He has not aged one bit. I think he's a robot. He does look good. And he never goes in the water and I think it's because he's a robot. (laughs) 
Yeah, okay. So you're pumped. You're amped. I am. So I could like break a table right now. <laughs> this is JP's only table. <laughs> I need Don't to break it. I need to break it. <laughs> He's like, ooh. Uh, so that's how my week was. Yeah, I mean, that was today. Actually, that was like two <laughs> hours ago. So I pretty much ran here listening to the Sister Act 2 soundtrack. <laughs> Just like running down the roof. Joyful, road. joyful. Yeah, I don't want to do Lord, that. Lord, we adore. Yeah. I ran like Tom Cruise style, like chopping through the air. That was Lauren Hill's best movie. Is that is that not her only movie? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was she's really good in it. Yeah. I really buy her character. Yeah. She's conflicted as <laughs> she is conflicted. <laughs> she's angsty. Oh, and Whoopi in the second one. Oh, yeah. Role model. <laughs> I can I say something that's slightly embarrassing. Maybe. Only if we can later let JP interrupt when he shows us other movies that Lauren Hill's been in. I think that's her only one. How was your week? Good. Good. That sounded... No, it was okay. Did you not have a cannoli before coming I here? didn't. I had, uh, I had a... It doesn't matter. People don't care what I ate. Tell I, us more. No, was it a whole wheat tortilla? Two things happened to me this week, and it's, I think, a sign that I'm aging well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a lot of angst about what to wear at the age of 32. I mean, we've been through it, yes. I did two things for the first time this week. I subscribed to a magazine. Which one? The New Yorker. Oh, classy. Because That's so urban street of you. It's the best city in the world, and I know that's a shot, and you're bullshitting me. It's not urban street, <laughs> but I still wanted to. Um, and I bought a night cream. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned about wrinkles around my eyes. I didn't want to bring it up, but. You are thinking it. You I look knew it. tired. <laughs> I am tired. You look a little tired. Do I look as alive as I feel right now? Yeah, you look young and alive. Is it because I just broke a table in front of you? Yeah, you look young and alive. <laughs> Thank you. I am four years younger than you. Do you use a night cream? No, I don't use anything. Sometimes I rinse my face. But I've literally <laughs> never used a face cleaner, cleanser. What? Never. You've never. No. What about in high school? No. You had, you didn't have acne. I don't think so. I had to do the same. No, for- no, it's bullshit that you said. I don't think so. If you had acne in high school, you know. Oh, then I didn't know. I've never worn makeup. I actually think that impacts. I don't know. So I, much. Should- I didn't wear makeup in high school, and I was the <laughs> zit kid from. Okay, so I'm sorry. I don't know how we got onto you. Well, okay, so I've subscribed to the New Yorker. And you have face cream. And I got face cream for no, the I've first time. No, I've never had face cream before. Well. Is it different than a, like you leave it, do you leave it you on? You leave it it's in like at a, night. Can't you just put moisturizer on your face? That's what I did once. My skin got really dry, so I just took my hand cream. Just lathered it on my face. Like, I'm sure there's people listening that are like, she's crazy. You can't put hand cream on your face. That's crazy. Right in. We'd love to hear from you about my skincare regimen. What is it? Uh, so at nighttime, I do nothing but brush my teeth. That has nothing to do with my skin, but just no. give you a picture yeah. of my nighttime routine. Uh, in the morning, I uh, lift my bangs up and wipe my forehead down. With what? Your just hand? water on my hand. Oh. JP, do you have a skincare Regimen? Don't put him on the spot. <laughs> hand cream on the face. Hand cream on the face. You can't. That's it's called hand cream, it's not called, hand and face no, cream. Face cream is such uh what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know. The word I'm looking for, it's a robbery. That's not the word I was thinking of, but it's like such a lie. 
It's false advertisement. It is probably hand cream in a more expensive bottle. Okay, write in if you think Christina is what fucking is the crazy. difference between hand cream and face cream? Your hand and your face are different. Are they? <laughs> Quit touching. <laughs> They feel the same. I remember one time, like my family comes from a long line of acne people. <laughs> and I remember my sister when I was like 13 and she was like, get ready. You're never going to be able to touch your face again because it'll just draw oil from your hands onto your face. and You'll get acne. And she was like a 16 year old. Like, I know. <laughs> and it didn't help. But anyway, did you touch your face a lot? Still? Well, probably. Yeah. I, uh, I've always had bangs because my forehead is incapable of not having bangs. It's a startling sight of me without them. But I used to tie my bangs up in a little ponytail and I called it my bedtime hair because I would wear it when I went to bed so my bangs wouldn't yeah. rub up against my forehead and give me acne. So yeah. I have cared about my skin at one point or another. Yeah. Cool. That's all I got. Yeah, it's, you're infuriating. Cool. People I have something else I want to share okay. with the podcast. Please share it. Okay, you can't get angry with me. This has nothing to do yeah, with so you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. So I had a show last Saturday. Yes, you did. And uh, I told my first ever sex joke. It's about fingering. It's okay, fine. That, that sounds very aggressive. <laughs> it's a great joke. A lot of comedians told me, quote, that's well crafted, end quote. But I was at this little cafe and the room that actually sat everyone only sat like 40 people and it filled up, which was very exciting. But they're like, could all the comedians sit in another room to not take up space? So I was like, yeah, no problem. So I sat in this back room working on my set because I was still writing some jokes because that's who I am. Yeah, last minute. Last minute, Christina. Last minute, Muleburger sounds better. It's fine. And uh, so I didn't actually see the audience until they're like, Christina, you're up next. Okay. And so I'm like, great. I got my set ready. I'm going to tell the sex joke Then I'm going to read from my purity journal. It's going to be fine. And I get up and I'm like standing up against the wall, looking down, zoning in. And then I'm about to hear my name and I look into the audience to sort of be like, OK, how big's the crowd? What's happening? And my boss is in the middle of the crowd and just gives me a little wave. And I lose my mind, Ryan. I lost it. Yeah. I went on stage. My heart was racing because I'm not a good enough comedian to change my set yet. <laughs> I couldn't like switch my brain fast enough to be like, okay, do the set about Bible camp or do the set about whatever. I was like, I need to tell this joke about bad fingering. Like that is where my head is at I mean, right I'm, now. I'm uncomfortable you saying that word to me. Fingering? Great. Yeah. So. Yeah, like I'm uncomfortable. You're, oh, I thought you said you were comfortable, which I was no, like, that's I'm a not. weird statement, but yeah. it's fine. Whoa. I'll say it again. <laughs> fingering and so I got on stage I tried to pull the mic out the mic stand which I've now done at least a dozen times always fine I break the microphone wow. I can't get it out someone has to come onto the stage and reattach things for me as I start to hyperventilate wow. being like everyone hear me out something's happened and then for two minutes with in the microphone I talk about how my boss is in the crowd and that I'm about to tell a joke about fingering yeah, I mean, you probably More, gave away the punchline a bit. <laughs> mortifying, mortifying experience. Uh, is your comedy purely based on the idea that nobody you know will see you? Because that's not going to work. No. If my friends see that set, fine. It's just my boss. And I haven't been at this job for I'm that sure long. I'm sure your boss knows about sex. She did come up to me at the end and okay. goes, Christina, that was very funny. By the way, I have, in fact, had sex. That's good for her to let you let know. Let me know. I was so she's like, I do have three children. That's a giveaway. <laughs> but I have, in fact, had intercourse. Uh, you know, ha 
move past it, you know? I know. I just lost it. I hid behind the stage. had like a window behind it with wow. this big velvet curtain. So I hid behind the curtain for a while. You got to really just do better. Thank you. <laughs> Coming from the guy who did two sets and then retired from comedy. I did three. Three sets and then retired. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, no, you're you're obviously a great comedian. I mean, do better like your boss will accept you. I hope. Like, yeah. I'm not fired yet. She did come into my office that Monday. I shielded her eyes and sort of walked in slowly and went, are you ready to make eye contact? So she's making fun of you. She is making a lot Good. of fun of me. She told a bunch of people in the office about Good. it. Someone you- came to my office and went, oh, so you got a joke about fingering. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to beep out that word every time you say fingering? it. Fingering? Yeah. You didn't beep out <laughs> You're going to beep out <laughs> Yeah, I'm reclaiming them. I want I want people to know who you are exactly. Here's the things I like to talk about: kids <laughs> and use condoms. I oh. don't know what else you need to know about me except for that I don't wash my face. <laughs> this is just a train wreck of a. But I get it. I feel like this is a really good episode so far. <laughs> right in. Tell us what you say. Oh. Rate the podcast. <laughs> Can I tell you one more thing that happened in my week? I've had a really busy week. Please do. I went camping. Great. In the winter. I thought it was spring, but it was most definitely still winter. And my boyfriend and I are trying to become 46ers, which means hiking 46 peaks in New York that are all over 4,000 feet. And so every long weekend, you're not even paying attention. You're looking out the window. No, I'm paying attention. You're looking out the window. 46ers every long weekend. Okay, so no, every, I'm, I'm every long weekend we go and we climb some mountains. Okay. and But it was still too snowy, so most of the trails we wanted to do are unmarked and you couldn't find them. And so we did one. It was 18 kilometers. A lot of it was uphill, like climbing up a mountain. It was in wet snow, so it's like kind of like you're in sand. So you yeah. step, fall back, step, fall back. I was exhausted. We get back to the campsite. We're like, let's just go home tonight. Like We're not going to be hiking tomorrow. We're both exhausted, but we still accomplished the highest peak here. We get home, we look at the map, and it ends up we were 100 feet off of the summit. I know. Unbelievable. Yeah, I cried. You cried? I hiked. You cried? 18 kilometers, and I don't even get to check another peak off. I have to do it all again. How many, how many, how close are you to? We're at eight. Yeah. Eight. Well, now you're at it's seven. Gonna, no, oh, fuck. We're at seven. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that's only 39 it was like, more. We got no. to. Okay, so this mountain you hike up and it's like right as you're almost at the top, I guess you hit a false summit. But because it was winter and there's still so much snow, you couldn't see that there's a trail to take you a little bit higher up. And so we're like, this looks like the top. And so I ate a cookie. We took a picture. I smiled. I was like, I did this. Rah. Looks like you got to delete that picture. I do. But it has a lot of likes. Oh. Yeah. It has like 50 likes. I don't know if I want to say goodbye to that one. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. But it's fake. Yeah. I'll tell you. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's tough. I don't get many likes. Yes, you do. I don't think I do. What is your goal? Just like if I could get a hundred on a picture, I'd. I'd oh, feel I really think good. I only have two pictures that have a hundred yeah. likes. Oh, you know what really pisses me off when, like, let's say, like, I follow like the BBC or even like the New York Times on yeah. Instagram, and some like celebrity died, 
mm-hmm. and some idiot <laughs> goes into the comment section, writes RIP send. So then you're like scrolling down to like tag a significant other to be like, oh, did you hear that? Uh, Bono, he didn't. Bono <laughs> died. Oh, no. And then you're like going through and you're like, who is just writing RIP? What's some social media teen at BBC News is going to look and be like, oh, they think it's sad that Bono. Like, oh, what? like someone's commenting on Why the would they do about Why it? are they doing that? Mm. Who, are they feeling a sense of like, yeah, I paid my respects? I think so. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Is it? You're tagging someone to let them know. Yeah, because it's like an information opportunity <laughs> sharing. I but don't know. It's like you're I'll, part of a community. It's like, it's, oh, I loved Bono. So I'm going to write RIP and I'm going to see other people write RIP. And then maybe we could share stories about our favorite Bono. Thing. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. I don't know. I don't know. It's Instagram. so ridiculous. If you ever see that. I'm going to start commenting on people to say, why would you do this? What, what Don't value? Don't attack what the people that are this grieving. They're not grieving. They might be grieving. If I was grieving the death of Bono, I'd listen to his music or I'd write a song or, or write a letter to his widow to say, I'm so sorry. You would write a letter to his widow? <laughs> his widow is Dear not scrolling Mrs. through. Bono. I'm I wonder, so sorry. I wonder who on BBC News... Dear Abby, I'm trying to deal with the grief of Bono. Should I write a letter to his widow? She would say yes. I don't think she would judge people for writing. Also, it's just such a small thing. It's like you're scrolling through and you're like, oh shit, RIP. Yeah, why? (laughs) Get off Instagram. (laughs) Not you. You're on Instagram. Yeah, because I'm informing other... Anyway, um, we have a guest coming on today. (laughs) We do. (laughs) We'll ask her if she... uh, She might be one of the people that writes RIP. I doubt she would. She's smarter than that. We don't know that. Her name is Colleen Wang. She's very funny. She's very funny. She's in like 17 troops. So she's many not. Troops. But she's she's very funny. She's, she's very good. Um, she's going to give relationship advice. We're going to do a scene with her. Wow. That's exciting. Spoilers. Well. Things are happening. Things are happening. Uh, should we go into our segment? Was that funny? We probably should. I don't even want to sing because you always judge me. So... I don't know. Was it funny? Let's talk about it. Who really cares? Whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. We're scene partners. I'm sorry. It's fine. Anyway, have you seen something funny that you want to talk about? Okay. Okay. So I haven't watched much since the last time we recorded except for two episodes of Survivor. You were busy (laughs) hiking half of a peak. But I have. So the new season of, I have two things. So the new season of a show I really like called iZombie has started. It's on Netflix. It uploads every week. And it's by the creator and writer of. iCarly. No. (laughs) Though that would be in my like TV realm. So I appreciate that. 100% match. Yeah, uh, but the same person that wrote Veronica Mars, and so it has a similar like gritty feel to it. Yeah, Veronica Mars. That, I think of gritty when I think of that. That's the whole thing uh, with Veronica okay, so, Mars. Yeah. Okay, so I Zombie's about this up and coming doctor okay. who goes to one party. Like she never parties, but her boyfriend's Kay. like, "Let's go to this houseboat party," and she's like, "Fine." Fine. So they go to this party. She accidentally gets like drugged or gets scratched by someone ends up a zombie. So she has to drop out of medical school and her residency. Stop faking. No, I I am compelled. (laughs) So she has to drop out because she becomes a zombie, but she realizes if she has access to brain, she stays somewhat normal and like leveled. So she starts working at a morgue at the police station in Seattle. So she starts eating the brains of murder victims. But after you eat the brain, you start to get their personality traits and memories. 
Right, so she helps solve crimes. Uh, it sounds. This <laughs> JP, have you ever seen I Zombie? It sounds worse than it is. It's actually really well written and super smart because then the zombie virus starts to spread, and it's like, who's the zombie? Who's not? Where's this like undercurrent happening? Whatever else. But okay, the reason I want to bring it up, it is really funny. It's very well written. It's very smart, okay. even though the premise sounds ridiculous. But she herself, and I meant to look up what her name was, and I feel bad I didn't, but she's amazing. And every episode is like a lesson in character work because she eats someone's brain oh. and has to take on their personality traits. That's so cool. like from one episode, she could be like this really angry hockey fan. And the next episode, she's like this really lonely cat lady who writes erotica. And she has to play all of these characters. She is so amazing. What's her name? JP? Rose McIver. She's really talented. Okay. Also, okay. not that this is a big deal, but she is the person that uh, starred in My Christmas Prince. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know she's talented. And you know my feeling is that the only Christmas Prince is Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I've been watching in quotations, because it's a podcast and I've been listening to it, is Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Okay. And it's really good. I think... Uh, do you know about this new podcast? I don't know. You know who Dax Shepard is? I do. Is, um, Chris, Chris, Kristen Bell? Kirsten Chris, Bell? Kristen Bell's partner. And uh, also, Wasn't she in Veronica Mars? She was Veronica wow, Mars. Wow, those things are so... It's all connecting. Yeah, yeah I planned ahead. Okay. I didn't. Um, and so she... Nope. He uh, has this podcast where they just sit in his attic and he interviews someone. He interviewed, it was Ellen DeGeneres' first podcast. She talks about how she started in comedy, where she was coming okay. from, uh, how she rose to stardom, what it was like coming out in fame, whatever else. Um, her, his most recent one is with Zach Braff, which is hilarious because they're like doppelgangers to a T. They yeah. look exact and sound alike. But what I found really interesting about it is it's not meant to be funny. Like it's just him having a conversation with someone who's famous about their life. Okay. But it's so funny. And I think it just proves and it was me thinking as like an improv coach, like how real and true it is of like the truth in comedy of yeah. like you could just have a conversation with someone and you can find the funny in it yeah and so i like listening to it almost as if it were an improv scene you like, don't need to be a alien banker no. taking over the world that does sound fun it does sound fun no but like I, one beep, thing they beep, currency please give it to me i hated that <laughs> But one thing they drill into you at, at uh, UCB is don't force it. Just have like we did exercises where we, oh, they just say, just so go awkward. have a conversation. And it's so weird because you're in a sense performing, but you're actually just supposed Being to have yourself. A, yeah. Anyway, it's it's so funny how we try to overemphasize like, oh, I got to be funny in the scene. I got to be funny. I got to be funny. And you try so hard, you're not funny. But then yeah. you can go in and say, I'm just going to be the most grounded. Re we're going to play the as real as possible. And it ends up being way more funny. Yeah. No, it's really cool. It's just him having conversation. And he's a really good interviewer and has great stories and is really open and honest about things. And uh, it's really interesting to hear people like Ashton Kutcher talk about how fame has impacted him. Uh, and how him and his wife handle parenthood and all these like very real things. But hearing Mila it. Kunis. Yes. What a babe. Um, what? You don't think she's pretty? I just feel like. What? I don't know. Oh, my God. Like, I, I know she's pretty. I guess if I was. 
I don't know. <laughs> no, she wouldn't be in like my top five. Who is in your top five? Oof, I, I'm going to have to refresh it because, you know, people change. <laughs> what a weird response. <laughs> okay, what have you watched? Oh, okay. Um, I watched, this is a two-part comment. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie Pirate Radio. That used to be my go-to date movie. I made out to it several times. With the same boyfriend? No, different boys. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a great movie. It's really good. It's like such good music and it's funny and it's like, oh, I really like it. Yeah, no, it's, I have nothing to dissect, but I love that movie. And like one after the other, it's like all these like really respected British actors. Yeah. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Yeah. Oh, he's so, how can he be such a good actor? And like, <laughs> all I want to say is R.I.P. But I know that's inappropriate. It's inappropriate if you, if there's an, no, if, if you were, no, he's an incredible actor and he can play like Capote and he can play very like difficult characters to play. And he's so good. And then he also has comedic chops that are like, he has good timing, good delivery. I don't even like along came Polly with Ben Stiller, but he's in that. And he just like, so good. And in the Hunger Games. I, did, I haven't seen any of the You've Hunger Games never? No. It's not the time. No, it's not. You should see them. Yeah. How's the rest of development going? Have you seen <laughs> I, Zombie? <laughs> um, and then, so then I went down the Philip Seymour Hoffman rabbit hole and I watched um, some like tributes to him by other celebrities who worked with him and they just were saying he, how he was such a nice guy, how his death was so tragic. Like he was... Um, he struggled with addiction for 20 years. No, sorry. He struggled with addiction for a while. He was sober for 20 years, Ugh. checked himself into rehab because he knew he was slipping and then he died of an overdose. Like Ugh. addiction is so crippling and so just heartbreaking That's sad. that you can be 20 years out of it and, and it still, still pulls you back. Holds you back. Yeah. So, that, so there's like, it was a great movie and then it got heavy. I'd also like to pitch a show from Australia. I know this show. I know what you're going to say. It's called Utopia. It's very good. It's on Netflix. I, I like it. I don't and love it. Actually, sorry. I think the uh, Netflix name is called Dreamland. Dreamland, yes. The Australian name is Utopia. It's about the Australian Infrastructure Bank. And if you work for an organization that's bureaucratic, it's like cringeworthy, painful to watch yeah. because it captures it so well. It's on season three right now. It's very good. It's very good. And the guy who is a co-creator is also one of the lead actors. He directs it and he writes it. What? The guy that plays the boss? Yes. Oh, wow. I forget his name right now, but it's very good. Well done. And I've never seen a show from Australia before, except for Summer Heights High. You've never seen Please Like Me? No. Oh, Ryan. Actually watch Please Like Me. No, they, you really should. It's excellent. Um, How are their accents? Are they hilarious? <laughs> Oh, I watched Star Wars also, and I was doing a really good um, Yoda. I was so proud of myself. Do you have a Yoda impersonation? No, let's hear yours. Uh, give me like a sentence. No. Um, uh, okay, I'll give you a sentence. <clears throat> Wash my car. <clears throat> Misha, what's in your car? <laughs> uh, get the sponge you bust. 
That's pretty good. Thank you. I it's that's I, actually one of your better because I have a Kermit the Frog at sometimes. Let's and hear I feel Kermit like, the Frog. Watch the car. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog. No, <laughs> no, I can't Why get to it. Why is the hi ho? Because that's what he says in Sesame Street. He's a hi-ho. news reporter. Yeah. Hi ho. <laughs> I'm cutting off. This. No, you have to leave it in. The listeners need to know the growing pains of comedy. Yeah. It's where they're seeing behind the curtain. The, we can't always be perfect. The moment I'm home alone. I start doing impressions. Do you really? It's just like out loud because I can't do them in front of Sarah. Because the I'm only like, impression I can do is share. Christina, could you do it? Of Christina, course can I you do share? I'm like waiting. <clears throat> do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. It's too much pressure. I did my other one. <laughs> do you really? No, I'll I'll get it ready for next week. I think I need the actual music in the background. We'll figure it out. I would like to do, I, I admire people who can do really good Christopher Walkins. Oh, yeah. And that's one that we should be able to do. Yeah. Hey, yeah. buddy. I can't do anything. <laughs> what? Who was that? That was just a hey, buddy. I can't do anything personally. <laughs> Sometimes my favorite thing is going into a scene where like you're for sure having to be British. And you just like. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That's Mrs. Delphire. I can do Mrs. Delphire. Hello. That's not Mrs. Delphire. <laughs> oh, I'm cleaning the kitchen. Oh, that's generic <laughs> British woman. Oh, yikes. Okay, should we get ready for our guest? <laughs> that was an Oprah. Thank you. Look under your chair. <laughs> Let's get ready for our guest. No. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming and joining and staying with us. Woo! <clears throat> um, today we have somebody who's very funny in several improv troops. Several <laughs> improv troops. Um, Whoa! <laughs> and is this your first podcast? Uh, I've done Pod Cavern Ugh. stuff oh, yeah. before. I mean, that's Ugh, fine, yeah. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> uh, welcome, Colleen Wang. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Hi! Thanks for coming. Um I you like made me really happy today when you said that you were binge listening to Get Ready. Yeah, you're the third guest to do that, and we really really appreciate it. To all our other guests, step it up. Step it up. (laughs) What do people not listen? And they just come in. Like I've never heard your podcast. What is this? Why am I here? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think of it? No, don't. I loved it. I wanted to tell you guys. Okay, now I have to say it on the air, but yeah, please do. It's gonna do a little like guys. This is a really great podcast. Yes. And I'm so excited to be on yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I oh just became God. like immediate fan like one day ago, yes. but I love it. Yes. Thank you. I can really thanks so much for coming. I think we can wrap it up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yay. You can relate to Christina though, or both of you. Oh, okay. I, I like your topics. <laughs> uh so how'd you get into improv? Okay, wait, no, what troops mm. are you on? You're on a lot of troops. Well, I Oh, I think, oh, man. And, I and sketch comedy. I should have written it down. But uh, right now, actively, uh, Quest Runs Forever. Which is a D&D. D&D. We had Angus on. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yes. sorry. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> For those who are unaware. <laughs> Did you play Dungeons and Dragons before joining a D&D troupe? No, not at all. <laughs> have you and since? Have you since played it? Uh, once. And... Uh, for have you guys played? No. no. So just so you know, it's very time intensive. I believe it, yeah. And so I played. Well, I was expecting to 
go and play, but the whole like two hours was just us making the characters and we didn't what? actually play. Oh no. It's I'm very out. involved. It's I'm out. Detailed. This is the game that they're playing at the start of Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Okay. Um and I've seen you do sketch comedy as well. Uh yeah. Um well I was in the last shit hot shit. Which is like a monthly sketch show? Yeah, it's a monthly sketch show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't write any. I didn't write anything. Okay. Yeah, they just needed like an extra body to to be there. So I did that. The amazing thing about that show is I was in a writing class where I think I, I, it wasn't the first time they did it, but maybe the second time they actually did that show. Mm -hmm. And just to see how it, like, Ottawa comedy is really maturing. And like the show that you were in and I saw, I was like, wow. Like even it was maybe six months or eight months since I'd performed with them. And I just was like, wow. Like even over those months, like just the maturity of the writing, the acting just got so Yeah, it was a great show. That one was really good. Um, But do you have a preference? Like did you did you like doing like a scripted comedy or do you have a preference for some for improv? Um, Let me think. I do really like um, I like the idea of me writing sketches and then performing but it's just like a time thing. I yeah. just haven't, uh, I haven't done any like the courses lately, and I just did last minute like as an actor body. Yeah. So I can't take any credit for the last show or all the great sketches. Well, you acted great. Well, thank you. Two thumbs up. Wow, thanks, <laughs> <gasps> thanks guys. <laughs> and actually, I would say acting is my first love. <laughs> actually, though, like, do you have a background? JK, in- no. Okay. Oh. JK, not a <laughs> that thing. was so convincing. I was like, Such wow. Such an actress. Um, no, but to Christina's first question, what got you into improv? Like, where did you start? I would say SNL had a big part right. in it. I grew up watching it, and I love. So many people on there. Who's your favorite? Because we can nerd out about SNL. <gasps> I'll just go uh, on my phone. It's so as, <laughs> as a kid, I love Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, as you should. Now, I know him. An, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of his current show? That he's on? Have you watched that? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. I like him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's a good. Jimmy Fallon. Who else? Oh, like all the ladies, like Cecily Strong. She's um, so good. Eddie Bryant. Uh, I don't know who else. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig is Avi. so good. So I read uh, Amy Poehler's book. Okay. Oh, such a good book. Yeah. And then she talked about UCB and her start in improv. And then I realized so many people who yeah. I love and admire, they all started doing improv. Yeah. Um, and I was like, mm, let's try it out. You, you've done your two and a half years. You've done a little bit of... Yeah. Um, sketch comedy. Uh-huh. Do you have like, oh, I really, this is my next stage. This is the next thing I would really want to accomplish. Oh, whoa. Oh, big question. Mm. What's your five-year plan? Tell an improv. <laughs> and in life. Where are my, you going? My five-year comedy plan. Let's <laughs> yes. see. Where do I see myself? Well, SNL yes. all is Feel the ultimate goal. Christina cry. will never yeah. see you. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you. Uh, what's that? <laughs> Uh, maybe like a five minute on Conan or something yeah. like that. Just a quick, quick five. Yeah, yeah, that's easy to get, right? Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, and are you a friends and family inviter, like to your shows? No. Okay. What? Come on. No, let's uh, hear her out. There's probably no. a great reason well, I'm for this. Well, I'm a friends uh, inviter, but I have different groups of friends and I have... Oh, la la. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys. I have several friends. <laughs> well, guys, I have many, and then I have to group them together to keep track of the them. The jocks, the nerds, yeah, exactly. the science geeks. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. So I'm actually, so <laughs> yeah, I like to invite friends out. Uh, I do not tell my mom. Really? I, she thinks I'm at the library right now. <laughs> she does. Good. Even though I'm. 30 and I'm not in school. Yeah. When she calls, I tell her I'm studying. There's no questions asked. That's Good. the only acceptable answer. I appreciate I love that a I, lot. I could never tell her. No. So she doesn't, does she know you do improv? She doesn't. So uh, I don't know if people listening know this. I'm Chinese. My mom's Chinese. <laughs> and I don't really know how to explain improv mm. in a second language. I mean, yeah. you try you try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> explain <laughs> Listeners, <improv>. go home. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. So that uh, is a, it's a weird thing to try to explain to someone. Yeah, I slowly I've I've told her, like, oh, I, she'll be like, What are you doing today? And I'm like, ah, um, <laughs> Doing a thing. Megan's I have a friend a in stage. art. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing art things. I tell her sometimes I say theater. It is I say, theater. Yeah. But, yeah. but then is she like, I want to come see you do this? Like once or twice. Okay. Like just. I would love her she to see press Quest Spreads forever. <laughs> it's like, and the goblins are coming yeah, on It's not stay. even like improv. It's like, it's like <laughs> fantasy. fantasy improv. Yeah, we're in capes. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it you did? That was a joke I made, and I still think it's funny. That show was on like a Friday night. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea of like some some boyfriend pitching to his girlfriend like, hey, you know, let's go out tonight. Let's go, do so- let's go watch improv. And she's like, hmm. Okay, I'm willing to try <laughs> improv. And then he's like, surprise. It's D improv. <laughs> yeah. And we're like rolling on the ground. <laughs> we have caves. It's a great job. And then they're we're leaving like, oh, yeah. Like she's like, okay, that was cool. She's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's my pitch. I am someone who's never done D&D before yeah. uh, this show. So a lot of things that they say like goes way over my head. Um, and I think that's kind of the fun of it. Sometimes they'll say a thing. And you'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> Has many people in, sorry, my lip is what bleeding. What are you doing? How does it, it got oh, so dry. There's blood. Yeah. <laughs> this is dramatic, guys. Oh. It's just sometimes if it gets really dry, it rips open. <laughs> oh. <Thank> <laughs> Have you done this? You, uh, you're you like walking by someone in the hall at work maybe and then you smile and your lip cracks open and you immediately have to just look away. Uh, <laughs> What's happening? It's a handful to date her, I can imagine. Uh, okay. blood? I have, Not really. I have one last question for you. And then do you yeah. want to give relationship advice? Yes, I would love to. Okay, one last question. <laughs> For people who don't improvise, mm-hmm. do you have no? For people who are just starting improvising, let's do that. Do okay. you have a Do you have an improvising tip for them? What What was a, like a really useful piece of advice that you got that really like helped you out? What hasn't been said yet? Oh uh, man! Like, don't say like, sorry, my lip is still yeah. Don't bleeding. say, uh, don't try to be funny. That was Angus's. Oh, that's or, such a good one because uh, so many people say I can't do that because I'm not funny. Yeah, I'm well, like, no, that's the best. You're the best person to do it because you don't think you're funny. Okay. So as you know, as an avid listener, Mm -hmm. sometimes we go through um, old Dear Abby. This is my favorite segment. (laughs) And we provide um, 
advice to people who are struggling with their relationships. Maybe it's sex advice. Maybe or it's just love advice. Or your lips are bleeding. Or your hot mess. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, all right. So this one's called. No, this isn't. I'm not even going to tell you what it's called. This is one of my favorites because Abby is a horrible person. No, don't tell us her advice yet. All right. I'm I use her to. loosely. I'm pretty sure it's an old white man. Dear Abby, when my husband Mac, in quotation marks, <laughs> when my husband Mac calls me on the phone, he expects me to look at the caller ID and immediately interrupt whatever conversation I'm having to take his call. Dump him. Unless I expect an important call from a doctor or my child's school, I do not look at the caller ID. I give my full attention to the person I'm speaking to. As you should. If I hear, uh, if I hear someone beep, I'll attempt to quickly bring the conversation to a polite and natural end before calling back the person who tried to reach me. Mac believes that anyone I'm talking to should understand that he takes priority. Today, he called seven times in two minutes to then berate me <laughs> for not instantly taking his call about an unimportant matter. Abby, in Mac's defense, he's a high-level executive with limited free time during the day. Oh. He is not otherwise demanding and usually only calls oh. me once a day. Oh, boy. I make, Jump him. <laughs> I make every effort to quickly wrap up my phone calls and return to him within minutes. Who's right? Signed, on a short phone leash. <laughs> okay, great sign off. I like her. <laughs> oh, so many questions. Like, how long have, be, have they been married? And how long did she know this loser before marrying him? What is wrong with him? He yeah. seems, yeah. So he already, so I guess just to frame it again, he calls her already once a day. But these are other calls that he would like to discuss matters with her. <laughs> So he, so he's at work. She's at home. No, I, I think they're both at work. Oh, like she's working too. Um, it seems. What happens if she tries to call him? You Does know, he answer right away? No, hundred percent not. She should try just calling him ten times in two minutes. Are you checking your call display? Are you checking your call display? Are you checking your call display? What do you think of it when she says, <laughs> "Today he called seven times in two minutes." To then berate me no, for not no. instantly taking Ooh. his call. Don't ever let someone berate you. I don't think I've ever in my l dating life thought I should berate this person. <laughs> the only time I've called someone in seven, seven times in two minutes is if it's for a radio like contest. Like that, you have to dial so fast. That's out of control. That's like a psychopath. Like hang up. Redial. Redial. Yeah. Hang up, redial. yeah. Like He's clearly jealous. Of her talking to, to people. whoever. Yeah. Or he's a Chinese mom. My mom does that. <laughs> okay, so it's don't either. Don't you assume, though, that something's instantly wrong? Yes, and I tell her, don't do that. I'll see that you called. Because when, when I see I have seven missed calls from you, it's I'm like, like somebody's I guess, yeah. 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 Whenever, like, if my parents call me once, I'm like, all right, somebody's on their way to the hospital two times. So I'm like, all right, somebody's <laughs> yeah. dead. Yeah, just send a text. <laughs> yeah. Like, Hey, or yeah. but not the text that say, "Hey, can I call you?" Because also, that's also scary. You, or just say, "No, go ahead." Just state the issue. Yeah, why isn't this guy texting her? Leave say, a message. Did you take the bread out of the freezer? I yeah. don't know. Send her an Outlook. Yeah. Also, if you're such a high end executive, how do you have this much time in the day? Well, she says, you know, I think I just think on a short phone leash is very rational. 
it's in our day and age. Oh, that's her name. In this, yeah. Right. No. yeah, you're saying she's I thought rational. you meant it's ra- yeah. No. Yeah. In our day and age, it's very rare that somebody will be in a conversation with you. Their phone is like lighting up and they're still like giving you their full attention. That's a very admirable thing to do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mac yeah. in quotes. Thinks it's a- Mac. What do you think that stands for? Oof. Oh man! Uh-huh. Angry caller, male angry caller, male uh-huh. angry caller. I'm done. I'll leave now. My lips still bleeding. I should go. Is there okay in in your respective lives? Is there not death related, <laughs> not health related? Is there a reasonable reason for somebody to call you seven times in two minutes? Maybe there's a like a concert tonight, and it's like. Babe, got, should we get tickets? Should we, we get tickets? Go, should we, we get tickets? Go, we, we, gotta gotta go. Get we, we gotta, gotta get, get them. them. We gotta get them. We gotta get it. Avril Lavigne's coming one night only. Yeah. She still probably does concerts, I think. You mm-hmm. would call that for Avril Lavigne? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Skater boy? I would. <laughs> or like, I, yeah, seven times. Then I feel like then she would also agree, yes, this was an emergency. Thank you for yeah. calling me this many times. Yes. I think she has to know that this is bullshit. Yeah. You don't write into Dear Abby if you're like, I am in the wrong here. I should have answered the <laughs> I phone. I should have answered the phone. No, 100%. I'm just trying to think of another instance where seven times in two minutes and it's not a crisis would make sense to me. But then to berate <laughs> your partner, like, are okay, you kidding let's me? Say Avril Lavigne's coming, you didn't answer your significant phone? other is like Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell, who we discussed earlier in the episode, and he got you a sloth for your birthday <laughs> to surprise you, but you're at work late. And so he's like calling to be like, you got to come home. I got the sloth for two hours, but I can't say what's happening. So he's calling and calling and calling to be like, I got the sloth. I got the sloth. I got the sloth. That would be fine. I don't think that's what's that's what Max here. doing. Well, See, then. I agree that would be fine, but then again, that would be an actual emergency. That's true. Like okay. she wouldn't the next day be like be writing into Dear Abby. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Do you you're have right. advice for this woman? Yeah, I would say uh, burn his house down. But I don't know. She <laughs> lives there. She lives there too. Do you think oh, it's divorce worthy though? Man, so much, so much going on here. The berating, I think, is I hate that a word. huge. I hate it. Yeah. it stresses me out. Yeah, like all jokes aside, there's probably more. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just like verbally abusive, and that's yeah. not okay. Do you think? I mean, she, yeah, she cites his like executiveness as a rationale. as an excuse. Mm-hmm. She, okay, so she can confront him. I wonder. She doesn't say I've confronted him in the past. I don't I don't think she should divorce him yet. I think maybe couples counseling. I think couples counseling. For he he could probably start with it, but he might not have time. Mm-mm. If he has time to call her like 20 <laughs> yeah. times a day, he has time for a 20-minute counseling session. All right. What did Abby any, say? No, any last minute, you know, well wishes. What if she just takes a day off and then she goes to his office and she hides under his big mahogany desk <gasps> and then when she sees that he calls, she just pops up and is like, I'm what here. Do you want, do you want to talk pew, about pew, the bread pew, in the freezer? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> All right. So keep in mind, Abby should have taken the berating as a warning sign. Mm-hmm. As we all did oh, right away. Like- dear Abby. Oh, no. Dear on a short lease. Sorry, not dear Abby. Dear on a short <laughs> lease. As your husband is a high-level executive. This is why it's an old white man. (laughs) This is why I know it. Oh, my God. This is Mac. Mac is writing this. Answer your fucking phone. (laughs) Moving on a short leash. As your husband is a high-level executive, his time may be tightly scheduled. Because he calls you only once a day, it's not too much to ask for you to take that call. 
I can understand that he finds it frustrating that you refuse. <laughs> it's not real. Oh. If I were you, I'd start taking these calls. Whoa. Is it at a specific time of the day, though? She it doesn't go, I mean, say. <laughs> that doesn't sound, that doesn't and then sound like. And then she finishes off. If I were you, I'd start taking these calls, unless you would prefer getting these messages from your husband via his personal assistant. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> no. I am enraged. <laughs> oh. oh, I hate this so much. I hate you, Abby. I hate, I hate them so much. How amazing is it that she says you refuse to take them? It's not no, even you're that. you're on the phone. She's like, I'm in a conversation with somebody else. And I'm going to end this conversation in a timely, unrude matter. Abby's like, because you refuse <laughs> to take these calls. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. I 100% think Abby is Mac. And that was like a cutting thing, hey, to be like, do you want a, his personal assistant? Who's probably some like, like hot thing to is he be. Don Draper? Yeah. Like, who is this what? man? He's probably like a high level executive. At, at, like, like a car shop. Yeah. He's like a manager <laughs> of uh, like a, a high, high uh, Honda. Hyundai. Hyundai. He's a man. He's a top salesperson at Hyundai curling. Because your husband very busy. is selling Elantras. <laughs> You should take his fucking call. Like, what are you doing at the office? Making cakes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate Abby yeah. so much. Okay, let's do a scene. Yeah, we're running out of time. We we're running out of time. Okay. All right. So you brought a premise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to a bachelorette Ooh. next weekend. Okay. Um, Is this you or the premise? This is Both. real. This okay. is the premise. Both. Okay, good. Okay. This, is, this is what got me thinking of the okay. premise. And uh, we've hired a. No, you haven't. <gasps> butler and <in> the buff. <gasps> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So just to be clear, he's not a dancer. Okay. He's not a stripper. He's a butler, but he's naked. Just, yeah. He's just there. Well, there's three options for how you want him to dress. Okay. So there's full pants, <laughs> there's tight black shorts, there's a bare ass. And what did you choose? Not we we didn't choose what I wanted to choose. We chose what the bride. We, we yeah, we chose the the whole party chose shorts. Right. I would have gone with bare ass. Yeah. Obviously. Thank you. <laughs> right? If you're getting a butler in the box, right? you want a butler in the box. Show me the goods. Show me the goods. I like you. <laughs> wow. So my premise Slash, I'm asking for advice. Uh, what <laughs> should we do with him? Mm -hmm. Right? Bachelorette parties. Mm -hmm. There's games, right? There's a, you know, there's a regular there's games. stuff going on. Okay, I'll do the scene, but I'm not being the butler. Oh, shut up. You don't know. You do whatever you happen. want. All right. <laughs> okay. No one said you have to be the butler. <laughs> well, you were. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Carly, where is he? I thought you said he was coming. Ding dong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Carly. He said dong. He must be out here. Oh, my God. Answer the door. Answer the door. Ex I'm dirty. <laughs> Whoa, cool spaceship. Never danced at a spaceship before. By the way, guys, I'm not a dancer. Hi, my name's Dong. Uh, oh my God, he's here. Dong, thanks for coming. I'm getting married next week. Oh my God, Carly. I'm getting married too. Whoa. This is a double brides? wedding. Double wedding, double bachelorette party. I'm Sarah. I'm Whoa. Hi, Sarah. 
You're Carly. I'm, I'm Carly, Sarah. Sarah. We're so hammed already. Whoa. Have you girls uh, been getting in the juice? <laughs> we have, Dong. Excuse, we have. Excuse me, Dong. I see Hi, Carly. that. Yeah, hey. Um, I see that you're wearing full clothes. Do you need something? Because I thought you were wearing less when you were going to come. Well, ladies, ladies, ladies. I have uh, a bathroom over there is what I mean. Yeah, I mean... This is what this double bag is full of. Nothing. I hope it's full of nothing. <laughs> I hope it's full of empty space for your clothes that you're going to put in when you're wearing. I mean, yeah, I don't want to be rude. I, Can I, I don't want to be a wet blanket because that's not who Sarah is. No. But I got to be totally honest with you, Dong, Carly. Yes. We forgot to invite anyone else. So it's just the three Whoa. of us here. I just feel oh, okay. I thought I was ready for this, but I feel like oh. it's cheating on Tad. I do. I just feel like I'm cheating on Tad if I see Dong's Dong. Oh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I'm just here to show my abs, show my calves. No, I'm I don't pretty- show you my front. You don't? Genitals. No. Oh, oh ma'am. No, God. ma'am. Wow. You called okay. the wrong service. Oh, oh ma'am. That makes no, me feel no, I'm your butler. I'm just wondering if you could just stay fully clothed, though, because I promised Tad I would only see his pecs. Um, I'm here for full nudity and to... I made... I have raw chicken skewers that need oh, to go ladies. in the oven. Oh. And as the butler, I was hoping you could put those chicken skewers in the oven. And in her. Oh, salmonella, ladies. <laughs> I'm into some stuff, but uh, <laughs> not that. Um, do you like uh, sweep and stuff? Uh, yeah. What do you think is in this giant duffel bag? <laughs> a broom? We've approved it's not close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it must be a broom. Let me just uh, zip. Oh my goodness, that's such a long broom. Yeah, hold on. There's more attachments. Oh, <laughs> it keeps getting bigger. <laughs> That's it's the done biggest, now. That's the biggest oh broom God. I've ever seen. You Sarah, could, have you seen a I bigger broom? I can reach broom? your 12 ceilings. Wow. You're going to clean our ceiling fan. I see you have cobwebs. I have a we lot. We don't clean a lot here. <laughs> We've been so busy preparing for our joint wedding. Okay. Can I just say something? I know I've already said that before, but I have a lot to get off my chest. Dong, this sure. is probably inappropriate Do you for want me to care. stay in this full three-piece suit? Stay for a second. Do you Carly, want me to, this is about you, you. We paid for him. To I know, but sorry. I am worried about how excited you are about seeing this male butler stripper dancer. I'm sorry, not a dancer. Male excuse, excuse, butler excuse me, ladies. stripper. Not a stripper. Do you I'm dance butler. at all? If I put on a good song, would you dance? <laughs> I dance, but not erotically. <laughs> so like... It's it's against my contract. Yeah. So can we see it? No, that's not useful for this context. I don't need to see your not erotic dancing. I'd be happy to show you. Okay, just for a second. Okay, ready? Why don't you girls uh, sit down? On I'm this couch? aroused. Whoa, that was. Easy. I haven't even put on the Justin Bieber song yet. It was it was enough when when he moved. Ladies, this is not meant to be erotic. Please keep it in oh. your bras. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. What do you mean? Do, do, here we do, go. Do. Oh my God, have you started? Because I feel stuff. <laughs> Open your eyes. You can see. <laughs> do you see this? Carly, this is wrong. You get great cheese on those abs. I love Tad. And I, this is wrong. The feelings I'm having towards the butler. And I'm worried that you don't even want to marry Chad. I feel like this is all just like a joke for you. 
dance and over. <laughs> that was really good. We missed I most of it because Sarah over I'm here. Sorry. Don't, don't talk about my fiance while I'm in front of this yeah, dog. Yeah, because I don't think you even care about him. I think that you've always just wanted a wedding and a bachelorette party for this moment. And you're ruining it. Dong. Ladies, are you just getting married because society tells you you have to? I love Tad. I feel like Carly's I yes. Am. I am, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. Want to go into the bathroom with me? Can you bring that broom? Oh, yeah. Man scene. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What's his name? Dong? Dong. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> Who says her name when they ring the door? I'm going to start doing that. Christina. Okay, I had a Ding, real... Ding, Christina. <laughs> I had a real question emerge while we yeah. were doing that scene. How much? Don't say price. What's the price range of a bachelor butler? Honestly, I'm not sure because okay. the price was divided by all the girls okay. and then uh, added into other activities we were doing. <laughs> and it's an American dollar. So it's oh just my all God. Kinds of stuff. This is going to be a great night. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. An American butler. Yeah, we shipped him all the way from California. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thanks for Ding coming on the show. Dong. Yeah, thank you for having <laughs> me. Thank um, you. Would you, would you? Did you have fun when you come back? I would love to come back. I had so much fun. Will you keep listening? I would. I will continue to binge. I'm sorry you saw blood. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Colleen Wang. You were wonderfully funny. We thank really enjoyed you. having you. That was so fun. Thank you, Ryan and Christina. And that's the podcast. Ding. Dumb. I, I just love picturing a not erotic dance by a stripper. <laughs> Ding Ryan. Ding, Ding Christina. Christina. <laughs> yeah, what a weird show. <laughs> Today's episode was recorded in Ottawa, Ontario at Pop Up Podcasting, featuring Christina Muehlberger and Ryan Mulligan. Recorded by JP Davidson. And featuring music by Nikolai Hadless, Mr. Gavin, and Fox Beat Music, all available on SoundCloud. Thanks for listening. <laughs>